0: breaking news out of Orlando, the terror attack on a gay nightclub. Right now, at least 20 are dead, maybe more. The shooter, also dead. Temperatures have caused drought and hunger, prompting migration and contributing to instability.
1: Kincaid fire remains the most stubborn challenge that we face. Barely a month after the Lion Air 737 MAX crashed in Indonesia, killing 189 people, an internal FAA memo warned the MAX would crash again.
2: Welcome to the Good Guy Revolution podcast. This show is recorded in the Valley of the Sun every week at Shaneland Art, located at 301 East Camelback Road, Phoenix, Arizona. I'm the diva, reminding you that you can change the world by just being kind to one another. Now please, enjoy the show.
0: Here's, here's my little thing. I just said this to somebody the other day. The cool thing about, and this sounds very trite, I know. But the cool thing about life is every second is, a com- is the opportunity to co- be a completely new beginning. Every second. Think about that. And it sounds like something I read in Reader's Digest. But when you stop and you really think about that... And you have the power to start over doing whatever you want to do.
1: Hi, friends. This is Gene Moore from the Good Guy Revolution podcast. Thank you for your support and coming back to give us a listen. We have a great episode today. It's with Tom Sims. He's the owner of Stir Crazy Comedy Club in Glendale, Arizona. And we have a great conversation about being kind. Thank you for your support. Make sure you're downloading and subscribing and leaving comments. Thank you again. The Good Guy Revolution podcast starts right now. Hi, this is the segment we call the Gene Moore segment, and this is where Gene Moore talks to other Gene Moores in the country to get buy-in on my new sandwich that's going to go national. It's called the Gene Moore, and it's going to be in every restaurant in the world, and so I need desperately to talk to Gene Moore and talk about what do you want your sandwich to represent. So thank you for joining us, and please
2: enjoy the Gene Moore segment. So Gene Moore. Yes. We are in Tom Tom's house alone. <laughs> I know, and <laughs> he trusts us in his house alone. I, I don't want to touch anything. I know.
1: There's cameras everywhere. There's
2: cameras everywhere. But but crazy. The crazy thing about Tom's lair. Tom's lair is if they were crazy. If there were cameras in here. That's probably the only thing in here, because there's not much in here. Yeah, it's very, very
1: minimalist. Well, you know what he does? It's right up. This, uh, we're coming to you from Tom's Lair, which is on top of the Comedy Club, on top
2: of Stur Crazy Comedy Club, in Glendale, Arizona, in the Westgate. uh, What do they call it? Westgate Entertainment Center. Yeah, next to State Farm's State Farm Stadium. Oh, maybe I shouldn't say State Farm.
1: Well, when I look outside Ernesto, I see all these fantastic restaurants. I would love to live here. Um,
2: Yeah, I, you know, I couldn't. Lived here. The, the reason the Lord has me poor is because I would blow all my money at all these restaurants.
1: Oh, I know. And um, I and know. then I'd,
2: ha- I'd be full of Botox. So it's, he doesn't. He doesn't let me have
1: money. I know. And I, and I like the furniture. It looks like a man decorated this. He uh, a
2: straight man. Yeah, a straight man decorated this. Um, but it's very uh, this. It's this apartment clean. is it's very it's... clean and industrial. I yeah. like I like these high ceilings. I do too. Um, I like that you can see the vent system. It's very nice. Very modern. Yeah. But there's a coldness in here. Don't you feel that? Well, I mean, I feel like the, we, he, need, he needs like a stuffed animal or something. You know, like some paintings. Uh, yeah, some paintings. Can we have some art in here, Tom? Yeah. Or? You know, I might oh, re- you know what we should do? We should paint him a picture.
1: I just got a new credit card. Let's go charge him and buy him all kinds of stuff. Uh, but like
2: make it gay.
1: Like, yeah, we'll have no, like Barry no, Manilow. No, no,
2: Let's like buy him stuff that we think straight people would like. Like we'd give him, <laughs> we'd give him one of those velvet paintings with the bulldogs playing pole. You know, the dogs playing pole. And, or poker. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. an Elvis velvet you know, painting. That and, takes me back to
1: my grandfather he used to have that you get him at the gas station that big blanket that has all the dogs playing poker I love that yeah I know yeah my grandma had that too oh she did Yeah. so my grandfather he had affairs you know what I mean he loved women he just (laughs) loved he did no he did he loved women and so he he, loved the ladies he did he um,
2: como se dice Sancha Sancha Uh, uh, he was a Sancho he had oh he had a Sancha he had a side chick
1: several of them Oh. and so here's what we would do we would go to their house And then, like, we would, you know, like go visit him for a weekend. He always brought me. I don't know why because I kept my mouth shut. Yeah. Which is funny because I got a big mouth now, but I always knew. You know, be quiet, and I uh-huh. would get free stuff. I'd go out to restaurants. I loved it. But anyways, we would go to these ladies' houses, right? And he always had a wall, and on the wall, it, it, it was, you know, every house had these three pictures he gave them, and it was a picture of JFK, okay. Jesus, and it was an Olin Mills picture with his Sancha. Isn't that
2: funny? No. Yes. Well, so it what would be, about his wife? Well, he would go to their houses. <gasps> That's what the pictures were? Yeah, That's funny. He had like a uniform... He had like an Ikea set. (laughs) He did. He just moved (laughs) it. For affairs. Yeah. And so like one lady, her
1: name was Betty. We called her Betty Howard because she looked like Howard Cosell. And she... (laughs)
2: <laughs>
1: she she was, was a very handsome lady. <laughs> she was a very handsome lady. And so, you know, every house, every girlfriend had those three pictures oh. Jesus, JFK, and them. Oh
2: my God. And,
1: the, and like in the same pose. You know what I mean? That's so funny. And I haven't thought about that for years, but I just Gene, thought about that's it. That's
2: the best thing I've ever heard of. Oh, really? He needs to, I feel like that would warrant one of those commercials at night like just very late at night and you can order the set and it comes with like a certificate of authenticity that you have you I have, know you have these these legit pictures of yeah. Jesus JFK and Olin Mills Sancha no I agree and you know what Ernesto for the Gene Moore segment I'm gonna go ahead and put this
1: as the Gene as Moore segment
2: Gene Moore segment yeah you you know, call me Ernesto aka Gene Moore Ortiz
1: well, can you be Gene Moore just for a moment
2: uh, Ernesto <laughs> That's my uh imitation
1: Well Ernesto do you how do you feel? Like you you have to edit these, so how horrible is to hear my voice. <laughs> no,
2: it's not your voice though. But do horrible. you feel it's like it's not your voice that's horrible?
1: <laughs> do you feel like I'm how do you feel about this? About my need to get to, to talk to other Gene Moore's? I just feel like I just need to change the world and I don't know if I can do it, but I know another Gene well, Moore. Well, one
2: person can change the world. Think about it. There's been a lot of people that are the one people, but they also have teams of people. So, I mean, I guess if you're attempting this, other people just stand there and bitch and moan about stuff. At least you're making, uh, uh, at least you're taking one step at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Because I feel like the world... It's a foot forward, I guess I'm trying to say. A foot forward. Hello. A foot forward instead of just sitting there needing chips. Well... Well, you know I love to eat yeah, chips. Well, I love a chip. I love a, I love a uh, puffy Cheeto.
1: You know I do. Oh, and do you know they've been making them with jalapenos? But anyways, Ernesto, here's the deal. I really feel like the world needs more healers,
2: mm-hmm. people to heal the world. So well, that's we, I, a- I feel like uh, we're healers. We're healers. We're comedians. And people come to, to a comedy club to escape the reality that they're in, and they suspend that reality for a moment. Yeah, and they're living in that moment and t- looking at that person, sometimes talking to that person. Don't heckle, please. But, um, um but they're they're in that moment, they're laughing, and laughter is very it's, it's very it's healing. healing. So,
1: and we are healers, we are. Thank you. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna close out this Gene Moore segment <laughs> because I am determined, determined to talk to a Gene more. And, <laughs> and if you were a Gene Moore listening to this, tell them, Ernesto, tell them to call me. They could trust
2: me. We will, uh, Gene, you know what we need to do um we need to get you a burner phone number where people can call in and say hi gene Moore. this is tracy from iowa and i feel like you're doing a wonderful job that's a great idea And, and my suggestion for you to help make an impact on this world is make everyone a casserole you can always make someone oh. a casserole. I'm <laughs> from the Midwest. That's what we do. When the chips are down, we're going to make, make you a casserole. casserole. That's what we do. Oh uh, yeah. We're not
1: saints. We're still going to talk shit about you, but <laughs> yeah. behind your back.
2: That is going to be delicious.
1: You know what? Thank you for that tip, because I thought you were going to say that I needed to lose weight. No, so no, thank no, no, you for no. that. I
2: will never say that.
1: Yeah, that's true. I, I will mean.
2: never say that, because I don't think... I'm not into body shaming.
1: <laughs> oh my god, I'm just bringing up a fight that we had over the summer. <laughs> <laughs> where I Anyways, Ernesto.
2: <laughs> and I won. But uh, You did. You Hey, but you know what since uh since you called me fat in the summer can no! i can i can i plug my uh my yes, show you can. I would okay love- so i really am working on a project that's really um that's really t- dear to my heart because um i have been in the theater for a long time and and especially in the city and I know it's a, it's around the country we only get the opinions from one group of people and it's usually um, old white guys that are doing reviews singing praises of plays that are produced by old sure. white guys through a, sure. a white lens and and uh, sometimes they're telling stories of people that are not white or stories that are not their stories mm-hmm. and they're getting it wrong mm-hmm. um, and um, and it, it's a fence of and it's a, in my mind, it's a form of racism that is not apparent to a lot of people. Mm-hmm. So, um, I do a show called Sipping the Tea Sipping the in tea. the Balcony okay. with uh, with my friend Ricky Ariza, who's a very, very talented. Uh, I love him. I love him. Very, very talented uh, theater and producer and director and and actor, and he's a very funny comedic actor. I just found this out recently in a play he was in. I cracked up. Anyways, um. So we do theater reviews through the... And where can they find this show? Through the eyes of people of color.
1: And what's the name of the show? One more time.
2: Sipping the Tea in the Balcony. You can go to com. You can go um, on iTunes, on Stitcher, on... What are the other ones? Um, Yeah, anywhere you download your podcast. Just look uh, at...
1: I just think that that is a good thing because all we need is a chance. If you give us a chance... Imagine a world if they didn't give... Lucy and Desi a chance. Imagine a world that they didn't give, you know, these are probably bad references to you, but I'm just saying...
2: <laughs> Where are you going with this?
1: I'm just saying... A chance? The, all people are amazing, and, and if you hear their stories in their own voice, it
2: makes it so much better. Well, it makes it authentic, and, and th- it makes and it, that's it better. What, that's what we that's what we need to do. We need to hear stories from people who live those stories. Yeah, yeah. So, so um, anyways, but <laughs> so, uh, yes. well, thank you very much. And close it out with telling gene Moore to give me a call. Just uh-huh. tell. Tell me, say, G- say, if you're a Gene Moore, give me a well, call. If you're a Gene Moore, please give Gene Moore a call. And Gene Moore, Gene Moore sitting in this room, I feel like I'm going to help you with some research because I googled Gene Moore podcast. Yeah. Because I couldn't find, for some reason, I couldn't find your podcast uh, on the listing. A million Gene Moores <gasps> related with a podcast or have been a guest. or There was a whole list of Gene Moores. So. Well, when were you going to share this information I don't know, with me? Now, well, now we're on air, so well, I, I start thinking when I'm I'll on I'll be working on it post-haste. <laughs> this is okay. Gene
1: Moore. I got to go because I got to go look up these websites. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Hi, everyone. In this spot right here, which we're saving, it could be for you. This is where we're going to put advertisers or sponsors. So if you'd like to sponsor this show, please contact me and we'll put you right in here. And we together can change this world to make sure that it always stays kind. Sponsor me today. Talking to Tom Sims, owner of Stir Crazy, and he's a podcaster. He has the business of comedy. Mm-hmm. And so, how many podcasts do you have under your belt now? I don't know how
0: many. Twenty. Twenty. Like
1: that. That's a lot.
0: Mm. That's
1: a lot. And you, you only have the one, right? you don't have you don't have any like uh, other, other shows? Podcasts? Yeah. No, that's okay. just the one. So this podcast is called The Good Guy Revolution, and this is where I interview really nice. People, okay.
0: so naturally, sure, right. sure, of course, naturally, I'm, obvious. Gonna, <laughs> I'm the obvious choice. <laughs> Tom's is going to be the obvious. So this is going to be so difficult. Here,
1: here's what it is. Here's where I feel I'm struggling in life, Tom. Look at me. Why are you struggling? Can you look at me, Tom? So look, I'm struggling because <laughs> I was born into kindness, and I'm trying to be a good kind person, but I I get fed up, and I get, I lose my patience, and oh, I get I've angry. seen The
0: ugly side of Eugene you, You have? Oh, no. I was going to say I don't remember that. I would, I would pay money. I would pay a high cover charge to see you lose your shit on. So- Oop, lose your. Thank bang, you. Because this is a corporate show I we know. don't. So-
1: <laughs> 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 no, so um, all I'm doing is I'm just trying to navigate through this life. And mm-hmm. so I'm meeting with really kind people because I'm looking to find something easy, Tom. Like mm-hmm. what makes you kind? What makes you balance? Is it like green tea? What is it? Is it yoga? It's green tea. What thanks you- for having me. Appreciate it. So you. How do you feel like do you feel like the world is getting meaner and angry do you care about that
0: Uh I, you know I, who knows I, I I think you know we always it's human nature just to think that we're always living in the worst times but you know it's always been like this you know I think so. we feel very divisive now but look at the late 60s and how that was or you know if you want to go back to the civil war I mean it's just you know it's we always think it's the worst time but it's not I don't think so
1: but it does seem like it's well, like, this is what triggered me, Tom. I was on the highway and I was trying to get on, and this person gave me the finger. But they didn't just give me the finger. Like, it's like where I really. They put some stink on it. Like, they folded <laughs> the fingers. You know what I mean? So, let me just. They, you know, it really makes me nervous, Tom, when you keep looking at your phone. Oh, and sorry. I know you're a businessman well, and you got business, business things
0: so sorry to do. About that. <laughs> no, so anyway, so just, just this, try to be a little more interesting.
1: <laughs> oh, my God. So, let me tell you, ask you, let me just ask you. <laughs> yeah. Was there ever. I consider you a nice guy, but do you think others would think that you're nice?
0: Is that your <laughs> reputation? Uh, no, I don't think people think I'm a nice guy. I'm very, uh, I'm very quiet. I'm an observer. I stand in the back of the room and just watch. I'm not gregarious. I'm not outgoing. And people, when you're like that, people kind of project onto you. So they think I'm a bigger jerk than I am, um, but it's just because I'm not socially outgoing. I'm comfortable but I'm not socially outgoing. So that's how you so sleep think, at night. Right, exactly. <laughs> I tell you... myself that every single night. No, I, I so I, I think that. I, I get that a lot. People um, you know, once people kinda get to know me, I, they start telling me, you know, that they think I'm intimidating and all this stuff. And I'm not. I'm just I'm just quiet and I stand in the back of the room and people project onto me.
1: Well Tom, I'll tell you this. When I first I met I look very judgy. You are very judgy, and that's oh, very—you sure. g- know—that's a gay trait because well, we're very judgy. That's the fun thing that we love to do is to judge people. <laughs> like, <laughs> we judge. But when I remember when I first met you, so there was three comics. I won't say their names because they don't do comedy anymore. But uh, <laughs> they—we uh, all thought you were. Because remember when you won that contest in Tucson? Remember that? Mm. And Tom Sims was the stuff. Hmm. You know what I mean? Remember that? You remember that count? It was like the Great Southwest. Oh yeah, yeah, and, yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And so you that. were fresh off of that, and we just thought you were the bee's <laughs> knees, and we we're like, "Here's Tom Sims," and like we always tried to like talk to you and be nice. You, nothing. You wanted nothing to do with us. Nothing.
0: Yeah, but that was just again because uh, I'm just kind of quiet and shy.
1: Um, the look was like, go away. It was like, uh, go away. That's and that's just
0: here. the way I look
1: hmm, Tom, I disagree. It was very, it was very... Are you getting that vibe now? <laughs> no, but you know what? When I warm I think when you gave me a chance, when you allowed me into your
0: heart. <laughs> so, uh, that was on a Thursday. <laughs> <That> was, um.
1: <laughs> no, it was probably like a Friday night, and you were giving me a joke, and I messed it up, and it was a joke. I cannot remember the joke, but I did it all wrong, and you couldn't stop laughing, and I think that's when <laughs> you knew.
0: That we were no. going to be friends. No, I, th- I think it's funny. I think most people who don't know me, they think, uh, they think that I'm a jerk or whatever, like I said. But I'm not, I actually like most people. Mm-hmm. I think you do, too. I mean, I'm s talker mm-hmm. See, I caught myself. Thank you for not swearing But uh, no, I like people hmm i'm just uh you know i'm just like i said i'm just quiet so here's the question that we all want to know that we i've been
1: I, well i get and... when i told the world that i was interviewing you this is the one question <laughs> who hurt you tom what who made hurt me? you what made you like that were your parents very like stoic like that were they very like aloof mm, yeah i'm very similar to my dad because you're midwest right mm-hmm. you're from iowa well and I always thought Midwest people were a little bit nicer. You know? I am nice. I think you are nice too. You know what I mean? But it's a different kind of nice. Because you know what it is? It's a nice, but you, it's a like the energy of don't start no stuff and there won't be no stuff,
0: right? I'm very, uh, I'm very, I'm easily irritated. I'll give you that. And I'm very, let's get to the point uh, a lot of the times. Like, all right, I'm done. You know, I, I'm like that for sure. But that's just because I don't have the attention span for a lot of stuff.
1: Are you a good line waiter? Do you like to wait in line?
0: Is, oh uh, no, I don't like waiting. I don't. I got to keep moving. As <sighs> oh. you can see, my whole I'm, my leg is shaking. The entire I, I time see that. Sitting here. I know you got things to do. You got a lot of things. I to just do. no. I have a busy brain, man. My brain is just. I can't focus for more than a few seconds at a time. <sighs> I have to keep moving.
1: All right, so let's go back, just so I can cover something, so people don't know, because people don't know you, and I want them to know you, and I want them to really get a good sense of you. You were in a band. I was. And what was the name of that band? I was in a lot of bands. Okay, what was the
0: main one? There were a lot of main ones. Oh, really? Okay. Mm-hmm. What was the one
1: that was the most favorite for
0: you? <laughs> the most favorite, probably the most successful band that I was in was probably a band called The Labels, and was that your favorite? Like you were get along with everybody, and you were yeah. into that band, and things went well.
1: Yeah. And then, why did you stop doing that?
0: Uh, I was just burnt out from playing every single weekend, and uh, we were about to have my daughter at the time, and it was just, you know, it was time to kind of wrap it up, so I quit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm still friends with them. I was with one of them a couple weeks ago, actually. Really?
1: hmm And I think, too, wasn't you, like, in Iowa, and you were, like, with three other, was that another band,
0: right? I was in a lot of bands.
1: Okay, I love that. Okay. And so I'm guessing there was a lot of hair and a lot of conditioner. Mm -hmm. A lot of conditioner in the hair. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, I did. So here we go. Mm -hmm. So what brought you to Arizona? Just like the heat, really? Mm -hmm. So were you and your wife in Iowa and you moved here? Uh, We were in
0: Nebraska and we moved here. Okay. 13 years ago or so. And then when did you cut your hair? Uh, Jeez, I don't remember. Long time ago. Yeah, I just see it. Most of it started leaving without me. That's, funny, That's a Tom. balding joke, Gene.
1: Yes, I got it. That's okay. a really funny one. It's okay. funny. And now, here's another question I have, because I love that you're in the band, and I know that you're kind of dabbling back into comedy a little bit. You don't do no. it in your own club, right? I don't do comedy anymore. I thought you were doing shows again.
0: I did one, I think.
1: And oh, you got tired of it, or what? It didn't work out? Uh,
0: you, know, you lost it? I just... It? <laughs> I, I just uh... I just don't, uh, you know, I don't have a lot of headspace for it right now. Comedy's mm. not easy, you know. You're, it's it's always in your head. You're always working on it. You're always thinking about material and working on it. And I just don't have the headspace for it, you know. And it's so easy to sort of, it's a comedy is such a great avenue for hating yourself and beating yourself up, you know. Yeah. And I just don't have time for it.
1: Oh, because you like yourself now, Tom? Do no, you? no, no! That's okay. what I'm
0: saying. I don't have time to. I don't have time to hate myself. Thank you. You're a very busy man. So <laughs> I love it. So
1: now you're you're owning this comedy club, and how's that going? Because that, that's something you want to do for a long time. Now, do you feel like you're ready to go on to the next thing, or what's that going to be? I don't know. I
0: think I feel. I've got like a few other next things.
1: Yeah. Anything big that you could talk about now? Nothing now. Mm. You always got stuff cooking, Tom. Mm-hmm. I love that. It is really good.
0: I, again, I can't. I have to to kind of keep moving i can't sit still for too long i, I gotta have something else
1: can i move the subjects here i'm going to go to uh your green room i think that <laughs> i i love your green room how do you feel about that i love it because it's like a work it's like a work in progress right
0: uh sure it's just you know we have a lot of memorabilia and things like that and you know as i as things fall into my lap i put it up so i guess that's a work in progress yeah
1: mm-hmm. what's your favorite thing in that
0: green room your favorite
1: um, piece of art or your artifact?
0: Well, the Gallagher hammer is pretty cool, but I think my favorite thing is the uh, There's a personal letter, handwritten letter from Gary Shanling to Bobby Slayton that Bobby gave to me uh, when he did the club, which was very cool because it's very personal, mm-hmm. and Gary Shandling's no longer with us, so it 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 I meant a lot to me that Bobby gave it to me for the club, you know. Yeah.
1: And he was that weekend. That was a tough weekend, correct? When Bobby appeared?
0: Well, Bobby was here the weekend that when Brody Stevens was supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. Brody committed suicide the week before, and then Bobby came in at the last minute to do that weekend, yeah. Wow. That, that was, was a lot. That was yeah.
1: A, yeah, that was a lot. And I love that. My favorite thing, though, is the picture of you and Brad. Uh, Brad Garrett, uh-huh. Driving down the Las Vegas Strip. I like yeah. that. That's Yeah, uh, that's
0: great. Yep, my yeah, my friend Quinn that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like that. So uh, I forget. You know, it's you're so easy to talk to, but this is a little bit hard. Why is that, Tom? Why is, why is it? Why is it hard? I'm. I feel like uh, you're holding back. What's let it go? I'm Tom. answering every question.
0: you <laughs> <laughs> Let me interrogate you a little bit. No. So here, let me go. No. Back. By the way, nobody is finding this interesting. They're all no. moving on right now. No, we're gonna put some They're musical a little five second skip button. No, we're right gonna now.
1: put some musical undertones on this, Tom. Don't you worry. <laughs> okay. We're gonna do it. So. Let me just ask you, do you think, because this is where I'm at, Tom, I'm at a crossroads of whether I can go mean or I can stay kind. During this episode? No, not right now. Not right now, 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 Tom.
0: Right now. Uh, Why would you want to go mean?
1: I'm just getting real tired, Tom. I'm just getting tired, and I'm getting tired of always having to be nice. You know? It's (laughs) exhausting. It's It's exhausting, you know what I mean, to always have to take the higher road and always have to be the one that is like you know, balanced.
0: Yeah, but everybody loves you. Everybody loves Gene more. So you're saying stay on this road. Yeah. You know, I, even the times when I lose my temper or whatever and I am mean to somebody, I always feel terrible. I it never I never get past it. Yeah. I'll always remember that I was mean to Even if I felt they deserved it mm-hmm. and I enjoyed being mean to them, I still regret it and it too. never leaves me. I could yeah. probably write down a list of every time I've been, Mean to somebody because it, it bothers me. It does. It is. And it stays with you. And, and I'd like to get past that. I'd like to be more open about being mean where it didn't bother me. Oh. That's another joke, <laughs> I know, I know. And you know what? I don't think you do.
1: That could happen. <laughs> that could see that's where I'm at. Like I could easily put that coat on and just be that guy. You know what I mean? But what coat? The coat of angry. Oh, I thought you meant my coat. No, your coat is a businessman coat. You need that to do business <laughs> in that coat. So let me just in the time that you've owned this club. And I love your club. Uh, was there ever a time where you had to be mean to a customer or somebody just kind of got out of control?
0: No. I, you know, it's funny is handling customers is actually one of my favorite things at the club. That blows my mind. You've uh, told me, me that before. Me too. I wouldn't have expected that. Yeah. And, you know, we've had very few negative interactions uh, with with um, uh, customers. Yeah. Um, you know, maybe a couple where they were drunk and they were being a little obnoxious, but even then, I don't know, uh, it, it, it doesn't bother me. I, I take it very well. My wife, you know, she'll hear me having conversations on the phone with customers, and she's just laughing at how nice I am to them, but it's, it, for some reason, it comes very easy. I, I don't mind it. I love, I've really come to love people opening this club. I'm so
1: glad I'm sitting down for me to hear
0: that. That is. <laughs> I don't know. It, sa- it sounds like I'm being facetious, but... I don't know. I just, uh, it's, I, I love the interaction with, with customers. I love it. Yeah, that I is my favorite to thing, it. too.
1: Like, when I when they come in and get the tickets. And, yeah. and what I love, too, is like a lot of them are, like, repeat uh-huh. people. Like, they come back yeah. a lot. Isn't there records. a guy that's been there, like, 40 times or something? Probably, yeah, yeah. Ah, that is incredible. My favorite story when I was there at your club performing was uh, the mayor came. Mm-hmm. And the mayor's assistant sent out a note. And on the note, there was an email, and the, the email said, uh, what did it say, that he was going to do something, he was going to present you with an award, but she said it kind of funny, and did you?
0: Oh, yeah, he was going to give me a plaque, but she, she misspelled plaque and put plague, he was going to come to get, to give me the plague <laughs> at seven. And then, which I thought was very specific. So then you respond back, and what did you tell
1: her? You're like, I'd rather just have the plaque.
0: Yeah, something like that. It's so Something then, very witty and charming, I'm sure.
1: Sure. So then I was in, the, in that green room, and I was listening, and the mayor, you were telling the mayor that story. Mm-hmm. Did not think that was funny. <laughs> you remember, remember when you told him the oh, plaque? And I he goes, remember. she did that? She did that? Like, it was uh, oh. a...
0: Yeah, well, I suppose if you're the mayor, and <laughs> she's supposed to be your voice of... You know, communicator, and she makes a mistake like that. I suppose. But
1: that's a hard word to spell, Tom.
0: Well, it was probably an autocorrect thing.
1: Yeah, yeah. let's go with that. That's what I'm guessing too. So I get that. So, uh, last question here, because I know you're so busy, you got a lot to do. (laughs) I can feel that energy and that fire. Tell me this: What is of all the shows that you got coming up? Who is somebody that you're really looking forward to? I can't answer that. Why not?
0: Because everybody. Well. First of all, no one's going to listen to this, but if oh, they were, Tom. if they were, Tom, we're they would be like, "Well, what about nine? my weekend? I can't, I can't do that."
1: Mm. Well, I mean, you have your favorites, right? You don't have okay. They're
0: all my favorites. They're all like my children. Gene
1: Is Moore. there someone that that you <clears throat> book that you kind of look forward
0: to that you really, uh, you know, whenever uh, I have someone that's never been to the club or. You know, uh, we had Jake Johansson. That was a pretty big deal because, you know, I grew up watching him and yeah, that was pretty cool to have him at my company. I thought the
1: Todd Glass one was...
0: That was great. That was a
1: good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's a good one. Is he coming back or... Uh, he loved the club, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I love that. It was good. Yeah. And... And, uh, well, let me leave that on. I get that. So nothing big on the horizons that you can tell us, Tom? Everybody wants to know? What's, what's Nobody big... wants to know.
0: I want to know. <laughs> we got the comedy Cactus Comedy Classic is coming out. Mm-hmm. in April. Mm-hmm. And
1: let me ask you this. Let's mm-hmm. go to uh, that comedy festival that we did in the fall, right? Big Pine? Yeah. How mm-hmm. did you feel
0: about that? I had that? a lot of fun. Yeah, you did? Yeah.
1: The panels were okay for you? Yeah. Yeah? And the people were not bothersome? <laughs>
0: no. Mm. Mm-hmm. 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 <laughs> well, they were bothersome
1: well you know the real Tom is the hilarious one that when he gives you that, that look no one was bothering me mm. okay alright you look like you were having fun I, I was That's and I was surprised I I was. like you were
0: all over the place like you were here you were there you were, like, yeah. you tried to hit every That's event hard. again because I have to keep bouncing around I, I have ants in my pants I can't sit around for too long I've got to keep moving yeah
1: hmm all right, Tom, well, before we go and close this out, tell me this podcast about uh-huh. being nice because I try to say to people, here's what I'm, I'm, I'm targeting. I list this on the podcast as mental wellness, not comedy, right? Because I'm trying to do a good thing here. I'm trying to like say to people, we don't need to be angry because I feel like there's a lot of angry people. There's enough people. I think the world needs more healers. So right now, to these people, if there's somebody out there that
0: is struggling, that is dark, what would you say? Hmm. <laughs> I don't know. Um I will say this, I've noticed that people people don't expect people to be nice anymore. So when you are nice, they're almost relieved. You know, and I'm thinking I'm talking more I guess customer service, but um you know when I have customers who email or call or whatever, I just kill them with kindness. And I think the bar is just so low that they're shocked that somebody wants to help solve their problem and is friendly about it. I've noticed that now. Has that always been like that? I don't know. But since that's been my experience since opening this club where I have to, you know, I'm, I have to do customer service now. Um, so I don't know. I, I honestly enjoy being nice. Um, it can be exhausting, but, uh,
1: I yeah. think, for the record, I tease you a lot. I think you're nice. You've always been nice to me. Oh, jeans. No, down. you have. You have. I've never seen the dark side, the anger, but I, I can
0: dark. feel it. I can feel that it could. Be- I, I don't get angry. I don't get angry. I get irritated. Well, when was easily. the last time you got irritated? All day, every day. But yeah. I don't get angry. Like uh, very rarely do I actually get angry. And it's 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 the if I do get mad, it's it's the tiny little thing that'll set me in, not the big thing. Not the big thing. If somebody wants to get in my face and I will stay as cool as whatever, no problem. But if I if I drop a pen, I will lose my mind, you know? That's just the way my weird brain makeup. Um but uh um no, I don't know. I just uh well yeah. I, I don't I don't get angry. I just I'm very easily irritated by dumb little things, but that's my own Probably But this you, kinda, po- you know, I'm at the age I accept it. That's just the way I am. That's okay. Yeah. I'm not gonna change, you know, that's that's who I am. You're, You're just fifty go years old it. this year.
1: Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> you do not I did not think that. That was that no. Mm mm. I thought you were 80. <laughs> that's a joke. <laughs>
0: see, that was, see, see, that was too far, though.
1: 80 was too much. It, was it too much? Like, yeah. I could have went with 60, and that would have been more relatable.
0: Yeah, or more specific. 54. You know what? I thought you were 54, Tom. 50. Yeah, that's not funny enough. you got to stretch it a little more. Did better. you ever think that you would make it this far? Before I died? <laughs> Is that what 50. you're saying? Can you imagine? Well, 50's not that old, Gene.
1: Okay, all right.
0: Well, here we we got to
1: close out, but I need to go back, and I need you to say something hopeful to what? someone. Imagine, Tom, somebody is sad, and they're listening to this. That's sad They're that listening to the show. Yeah.
0: <laughs> what would you say to them? What is some hope? Just something that you could say. What they could do to, like... I don't know. Here's, here's my little thing. I just said this to somebody the other day. The cool thing about, and this sounds very trite, I know, but the cool thing about life is every second is a com- is the opportunity to be a completely new beginning every second. Think about that, and it sounds like something I read in Reader's Digest. But when you stop and you really think about that, and you have the power to start over doing whatever you want to do, that's amazing. When you when you really stop to think about that, yeah, and it can be little changes in your life that uh, set you on a path just to kind of get you like a little a little elbow bump off of your path. Maybe you start dressing a little different, or you start watching a show that you did. You know what I mean? These little tiny things that just bump you off your path just a little bit can set you off on a whole new direction. And every single second of every single day is a new opportunity to do that. But that's the hardest thing, right? Change is terrifying, and we we get into our routines, and it's so comfortable being in a routine. I'll start tomorrow. I'll do that tomorrow. Yeah. You know, and it doesn't have to be I'm going to start working out. Every it doesn't even have to be that. Just go 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 take a class that you've never taken or go to a concert of a band you've never heard or yeah. something. Any little thing. Just get out and meet other people and you never know where you're going to end up. When I started comedy 10 years ago, I never thought I was going to open a comedy club that was never part of a plan that was never part of anything. And before that when I first moved to Arizona I didn't know I was going to be a comedian. You know, you just you just it just takes just a little bit. I'm going to I'm going to go this little extra step to try this little thing and next thing you know your your life is completely different than it was 3 years ago or whatever. Inches.
1: This is Gene Moore on the Good Guy Revolution podcast. So we're closing out. Tom is talking about inches. Inches, you're inches away from success or
0: failure, right? I don't I don't even think about it in those terms. You know what? What is what is success really? You know? Do you consider yourself successful? Uh, I do, and it has nothing to do with financial. It doesn't have anything to do with owning a business. But I, I, I I'm having fun. I'm enjoying my life. You know, and it has nothing to do with money. Now, maybe money is part of that equation for you. Maybe that's your thing.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: But it doesn't have to be. You know what I mean? No, I. Know. I, used to, I, I used to say that. You know what F.U. money is? That phrase, I wish I had F.U. money. You know what F.U. money is to me? $300 a week. That's F.U. money. Because if you can enjoy your life making $300 a week, you're always going to be able to make $300 a week, right? If someone takes your $300 a week job away from you, you can replace that pretty easy, right? But if you make... You know, 200 grand a year and you lose that job. Yeah, that's a... Now you're in, now you're, you're in a terrified, right? You're in a So pickle. $300 a week, that's F you money. You can be happy making that. You're going to be happy no matter what. So what I'm hearing
1: you say to someone is that aim low, keep <laughs> that
0: expectation <Yeah>. low,
1: <laughs> so that you when you can rebound that much quicker.
0: Well, just, you know, I, I just, I don't want, I never wanted... F- finances to be part of my success calculus you know what i mean my uh i'm very careful with money i've i've squirreled away money i didn't buy nice things i you know i don't care about any of that because i grew up poor and all i my whole what drives me is to not be poor again and not i don't want my family to grow up like i grew up Mm -hmm. so that's what drove me and that's why i've you know i i've never enjoyed nice all that but but it wasn't because i wanted to I didn't want to get a better job, make more money so I could have nicer things. That's not me. I drive an old car, but it was always just, I was always terrified of, of, being like I grew up, or having my family, right? You know, does that make sense? Yeah, it
1: totally makes yeah. sense. Yeah, and I think that you have a good head on your shoulders. Well, I do want to close it out because I know you got something to do. You got a show tonight, and so I thank you for coming and doing you this. You bet, show. Gene Moore. Good and to I see do. Ya. And I'm glad. And I wish you much success, Tom. And I, you, you know what? You, look Gene. me in the eye. I just want to say, <laughs> come here, look at me. I just want to say to you, I'm not kissing you. Well, you promise. No, look at me. Seriously, can I just say how grateful I am to you? I think you have helped me a lot, and I just want to say, like, for me, that means a lot. Like, you did something that was really powerful for me, and you don't even know it, is you were making fun of all the shit shows I do, you know what I mean? And so I cut back on that, which did free me to think about other things and about direction. And so... You're
0: afraid of success. That's your problem.
1: Yeah. Yeah that got too real there but you know but what i what i appreciate about about you and i'm grateful is like you're a good friend that keeps me accountable and so that's that's nice so i just want to thank you for that thank you you, bet gene Moore. thank you you guys and thank you for listening today thank you Well, thanks for listening. If you like the show, please rate me five stars. Very important in iTunes. And if you could leave a comment, whether it's good or bad, I would love to read it. Uh, Make sure you subscribe wherever you download. And please join us again. And remember, stay kind. Be nice because you're going to make it. Thank you.
2: Thank you for listening. Please stop by Shaneland Arts for all your art supply needs and check out their website to obtain more information on creativity coaching for artists with Shane McCall. He's not here to be the hero of your story. In fact, he'll help you realize who you are. Visit their website at shanelandarts.com today. Sound and engineering, Ernesto Ortiz, announcer, the diva, and your host, Gene Moore. Please join us next week for a new episode of The Good Guy Revolution.